0: <laughs> Waitiahuahuaimri is born and bred Te Arawa Rotsurua. Her karawa is an Indian and her nanny is Māori.
1: It was a chance meeting, really, where Waitiahuahua's mum sparked up a conversation with Indian scientist Dr. Gunnar. They talked about her whakapapa links. That initial corridor led to the first national hui
0: of Māori Indian. Uh, ko Koterotuiti, Kita Ae Ihinga, Takumwana, Koteo Hautanga, Potaka Tafiti, Teawa, and Kotaku Kainga e Maurea, Kitaho de Awara, Ko, Pungapunga, Nore, Rairahe Uri Tenai, Ongach, Takina, Ongach Pekiao. The first ever Mari Indian,
1: Indian Mari Hui took place on the Smarai. Can you tell us more about? How you
0: how did you fit in the organization of that um hoa? Okay. The HUI was instigated by Gunnar Margeson, who's um worked who's done quite a lot of work with Māori people and Indian people as well. And he he mooted the idea of a HUI. He said, and when he was speaking to the audience or to the people who attended the HUI that One day he was at netball and my mother was at netball watching my my nieces, her mokopana, and he struck struck up a conversation with mum and she said, oh, I'm actually Indian because my mum's half Indian and her dad was an Indian. And then she said to him that you know, she had been really trying to connect with her Indian side mm. and that she had gone to the Indian society here in Rotorua, oh. <clears throat> but that um, she hadn't been well received and gonna you know. Said what? <laughs> yeah, he did. gonna wasn't too happy about that. And so that, that was kind of one of the things that instigated him thinking about Māori Indian people and, you know, where is a place for them in the community to be able to express themselves as Māori Indian and to even just explore what that means and to share experiences of how it has been for them growing up as Māori Indian. Your upbringing was then Waitia with your mum and did you have dual heritage or not? We Well, we all acknowledge our Indian heritage, all of us kids and all of our Mukapuna and our great mokopuna and um, we've had a lot of contact with our Indian relations as we were growing up, mostly when we were younger, actually, because they always came and visited us. They always came from Fiji and visited us and stayed in our homes. Um, so so we've all always known that we're Indian, but never really had to engage in it very much because, you know, we're very Māori as well and very involved in our Māori um Hapu and iwi things that go on, so I think it's for me. I don't really have a problem with it, but it had been quite a challenge for our mum when she was growing up because she was half Indian and half Māori, or or actually half Indian and and a, and then Māori Scots and um, yeah, Māori and Scots as well. Right. So she was actually more Indian than Māori. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, if yeah. you're thinking about how much blood you have or whatever, but, you know, grew up in a Māori community, but um, as was expressed by a lot of people at the hui, that, you know, sometimes when you're in a Māori community and you have Indian and you're Indian, you don't quite fit as well, and you're seen as such, and you often, um, I know mum had things like black black Hindu and, you know, your Gujarati and a muncher, and all of those kinds right. of things. Right, so, so ostracised yeah. in a way. Not, you know, not um, not so much ostracised, but, you know, just having hearing things like that, yeah. you know, it affects how you feel about yourself. But so she, was, uh, right up until her 50s, she didn't actually know whether she was Indian or Māori or both or what, you know, because of those experiences growing up as a Maori Indian and then as a you know a child and and in youth and then coming into your adulthood and trying to find your Indian side or trying to explore it more and then not fitting in, in there as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so did your mum grow up in a household where your her mum and dad spoke about those things or was it to a point where she
0: had an identity crisis. I think she had she had an identity crisis, yeah. and I don't think they spoke about.
1: When you grew up, Waitahua, and as a child and as an adolescent, Rangatahi, um, did you know much about that side, about your mum's, you know, heritage and and who you were?
0: We knew, yeah, we knew who we were and both on both sides, or who we are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is it fair to say though that you gravitated more, more towards Te ao
0: Māori? Yes, that's right. Yeah, we did. Yep. And that's that's exactly what happened in the hui is that it was just a was great, it an emotional hui at but, all? Yeah, it was emotional for lots of people, mm. and it really provided people an opportunity to meet people who had had similar experiences, and to be able to share that mamai and to acknowledge that it wasn't you know just me who when I go to the marae, they look at me and go, oh, what's that Indian doing here? Wow. And, and then when I go into the Indian society, they go, oh, who's that person here? Because <laughs> there were people there who looked very Indian, and, you know, then all different degrees of, you know, what you might look like. Kia ora. Wait the ho Emery. Now, she's talking about hui that was held last year at Tarua Marae at the Waiariki Institute of Technology in Rotorua. It was the first ever Māori Indian hui, and they've got lots planned in the future.